Are you tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress with your career in entertainment and the arts? Well, this is the podcast that will change your life. Each week, we'll share strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. Hi, I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More Better Faster. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. Thank you for joining me. This is episode one of the podcast, More Better Faster. We're talking about success strategies for showbiz professionals. That's the subject of the show. And uh, what do I mean by showbiz professionals? Well, for me, showbiz professional means anybody who is working or has set their sights on working in the entertainment business, or should I say businesses, industries, whatever. Uh, That means you're an entertainer, maybe an actor, a dancer, singer, performer of some sort, or a writer. Maybe you're a screenwriter, a stage writer, a literary professional, um, or you're a songwriter, composer, music composer, or lyricist. Or maybe you're a director, a producer, a designer, or you're engaged in one of the crafts in the entertainment industry. But it, it also could mean that you're on the professional side, the business side of things. Maybe you're an executive at a movie studio or in a production company or a lawyer. Uh, like myself, or an agent or manager, um, anybody for whom uh, achieving more in the in the business of show <laughs> is your thing and and your desire and your goal. That is what we're here to do. And um, I have a want to you know desire to speak about these kinds of things and and uh, get the strategies that are working for uh, for folks. So we'll talk a little more about what the show's about in a few minutes. But first, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. So as uh, the introduction said, I'm Gordon Firemark. I am um, I've been in the entertainment industry now for, uh, well, let me think, um, probably about 40 years. Uh, well, yeah, it is about 40 years, uh, although that starts with me in junior high school. <laughs> um, maybe it's even a couple of years longer than that. Uh, I'll give you the, the whole background. I fell in love with the entertainment industry, in particular live theater, when I was about five years old and um, I was in a, a K through 12 school in Brookline, Massachusetts, where uh, the school, the high school kids were doing a production of Oliver and they brought us kindergartners into the, the dress rehearsal to see uh, what was going on. And we sat down and the lights went down and the curtain went up and the stage lights came on and out come the performers in their costumes under the lights. And I was hooked. I was mesmerized. And, uh, this became a, a focus in my life that has stuck with me ever since I uh, came home after, after that performance and was raving to my parents and, and asked them to please, you know, I want to see plays. I want to go to shows. And they were, they were good theater people. They indulged us and, uh, and took me and my sisters to see things. And, uh, that's how I fell in love with the entertainment industry. Uh, cut to a few years later, I'm in, uh, uh, middle school. We'd moved across the country to Los Angeles and, uh, I was in middle school. I was starting to run with some kids that were just, we're getting into low grade kinds of trouble, you know, silly stuff. And I want to go into specifics. <laughs> the lawyer in me says, you never admit anything. Anyway, uh, I didn't want to go into specifics, but um, we were getting into some low grade, low grade kind of trouble. And uh, somehow the, the principal of the school, Mr. Evans uh, approached me and asked me, would I please run the lights and sound for the school variety show? And um, here I was back to, the uh, theater and entertainment stuff. And I had found something that I loved and that I was good at and I could focus and concentrate on. It was 
a skill builder and a confidence builder for me. And, and uh, so that was my beginning of uh, working in the show, in, in the business of show, uh, you know, moved into, into high school and I was the school sound guy, uh, you know, the AV club guy setting up the sound systems around, around school for things, but also in the theater program, we had a, we had a fabulous theater program at Palos Verdes high where I grew up. And uh, um, uh, I was very fortunate to learn the craft of theater from a couple of uh, very, fa- very uh, prolific uh, teacher directors and uh, to whom I owe a great deal of gratitude. And um, that began my career in show business in uh, my junior year in high school. I began working professionally as a sound and theatrical technician in a local community theater and moved on to some professional theater around Los Angeles and theme parks and those kinds of things. And uh, did that kind of work all through college uh, where I studied radio, TV and film and it was only in my last year of college when I was uh, sort of wrapping up things in my major and looking for more to do that I started taking courses in the government regulation of the media and the legal stuff. And I discovered an aptitude. Actually, one of my professors highlighted an aptitude that I had. And so that was when I started to think about going to law school. Didn't do it at first, but uh, uh, after a year or two out in the harsh realities back in Hollywood in, uh, in the L.A., um, I was in the cable television business at the time really wanted to get into features and the, and the writers guild went on strike and uh, there was not going to be any work in town for a while. So that was my impetus to go to law school where I studied, uh, you know, what lawyers study and, <laughs> and uh, came out of law school amid a glut of lawyers uh, who had uh, all gotten the idea that being a lawyer was very sexy because um, the TV show LA law had been on the air for a long time. Anyway, so there's this glut of lawyers shortage of jobs, the movie studios and the, and the Hollywood industries are, are contracting and consolidating. So jobs were scarce. And, uh, anyway, I ended up, uh, with a resume that read like an entertainment, uh, resume. And so nobody was hiring me to work in any other kind of law. Uh, so I struggled for a while to find a law job and finally ended up in a litigation firm briefly. And then, um, left that after a very short time. It wasn't for me. It wasn't satisfying. And uh, I didn't like myself much when I was in that adversarial mode. So uh, I ended up hanging out my own shingle, and uh, that is now 27 years ago. Um, And here I am. I've been practicing entertainment law in the fields of theater, film, and television for the most part. And in recent years, the digital media as well. uh, Things like podcasting and YouTubing and those kinds of areas. And uh, I love it. I love the work I do. I love the people I work with, and I love to help those folks achieve their dreams. Really, that's sort of how I see my role is a facilitator to help uh, professionals in the entertainment industry to achieve their dreams. And so that's the purpose of this show, um, to explore success strategies of folks in this industry. So we're going to be doing a few things. The format of the show is going to be interesting. We're going to have alternating solo shows with me talking, uh, sharing some of my knowledge and experience and my reading and study. And also, uh, we'll have guests on the show. I'm going to try to alternate episodes so that one week you'll get a guest and one week you'll get me. And uh, we'll keep the show relatively short. We'll keep it to about a 15-minute rundown. And uh, I'd like to include listener feedback, so please do reach out to me. I'll give you the email address now and again at the end of the show. The email address will be um, gordonfiremark at gmail.com. Pretty easy to, to do. Uh, I may change that later on, but for now, gordonfiremark at gmail.com will get you uh, how you can reach me with some listener feedback. And if you'd like to send a recording, you can do that, or you can just send me email, whatever works. And I'd be delighted to read it 
in the show. All right, so we're going to be looking at the success strategies. What do I mean by success strategies? Well, look, there are people in this industry and in all industries that achieve at a very high level. I'm going to call them high performers. They might be uh, celebrities that you know, faces and, and names that you see, stars in the in the various industries. They might be executives or artists or producers, uh, professionals of one sort or another, like lawyers, agents, managers. Um, it might be you. And if you are such a high performer, high achiever in this industry, I would love to hear from you. I would love to interview you and have you on the show. So reach out to me, again, gordonfiremark at gmail.com. And what we'll be exploring is the things that these folks do that is different from what the rest of the folks do. And um, I feel like I'm qualified to talk about this because after nearly 30 years uh, as a lawyer advising and helping my clients to achieve their dreams, I see what works. And I've seen the things that people do that get in their own way and people tripping over themselves as they uh, reach out and, and uh, try to try to achieve their success. I also see the ones uh, that work and and uh, how that works well for them. And so that's what I kind of want to share. And a lot of that is not the kind of stuff you might think. So we're going to be exploring things like mindset and philosophy and spirituality. We're, we'll be talking about, you know, harder, hardcore strategy and, and uh, tactics. And I'm going to try to include some actionable tips in the show, as well as, as I said, those interviews and uh, you name it. I'm going to keep it sort of open and loose so that as something comes up that I think is uh, worth sharing, I'll do that. And uh, I hope that this will be valuable for you and um, that you'll share your feedback so I, I can uh, tailor things to your needs. I would love to hear from you and, and find out who you are, what you're all about, and uh, why you've chosen to listen to the show. And um, um, yeah, that's that's sort of where I'm coming from. Uh, I hope you'll be able to find us uh, easily um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you find your podcasts. We'll probably also be posting on YouTube and Instagram and Instagram stories and IGTV and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm going to wrap it up today. It's a 10 minute episode right now and I'm going to wrap things up, but I, I just wanted to uh, sort of introduce the show and uh, welcome you to come back next time. And uh, we will be talking about um, uh, gratitude as a strategy and a practice and a topic that we will uh, uh, see as a common thread across uh, these high-performing professionals in the entertainment industry. So come back again. We'll, oh, that's the other thing. The show's going to come out on Tuesdays. So um, tune in and uh, and get your Tuesday dose of more, better, faster. And uh, until next time, I'm signing off. This is Gordon Firemark, and I'd love it if you would subscribe to the, to the podcast if you uh, are listening in iTunes or a podcatcher of one sort or another. And if you're watching on on uh, YouTube, you know, click the subscribe button or whatever other uh, uh, method you're using to consume this. I hope you'll you'll sign up to get more comments and notes about it. And if you would be so kind and your platform permits it, give us a review. I'd love to, uh, uh, maybe too soon, you don't know what the content's going to be, but uh, you know, keep that in mind. I'd love to have reviews. It's good to help us uh, with discoverability as, as well as to tailor uh, what we have more for your desires. So with that, I will say thanks again for listening and uh, join me again on Tuesday when we come back with our episode on gratitude strategy. Thanks very much.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.